Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And once again, welcome back to Tax Insight here with Jeff from Hawkins Ash. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Terry. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Excellent. Jeff, today we're going to be talking about the PPP loans. Yeah, so, you know, we have a new PPP forgiveness loan. I don't know if you know that, Terry. Um, you know, so far that makes three of them. Yes. We have the full Form 3508. We have an easier Form 3508-BZ. And now, in the latest form, it's a 3508-S. You know, exciting stuff, Terry. That, wow, stuff man. You know, guys. whoever comes up with those numbers, I mean, that is just, that is awesome. <laughs> no kidding. So, you know, the latest form, though, is for the new guidance that was just issued by the Treasury Department and the Small Business Association just late last week, October the 9th, for those that are listening later on our website or on Apple Podcasts. This new guidance makes it easier for small businesses to get their loans forgiven. So let's jump right in, Jeff. Who can actually use this new form 3508S? This application can be used by borrowers that received PPP loans of $50,000 or less. So from the sounds of it, there was somewhere around you know, $5.2 million or 5.2 million loans that were given out for, under the PPP program. And over 65% of them, or a little over 3.5 million of those loans, were for 50000 or less. So this new form is, is going to be the form that's used by the majority of people looking for forgiveness. Okay. One quick caveat, though. If you have a loan that was $50,000 or less, but you're affiliated with a larger company, and between all of those companies you received over $2 million in loans, then your company cannot use this form. Gotcha. So how does it make the loan forgiveness pr uh, the, the process easier? So loans of $50,000 or less are now exempt from two really big hurdles. And we've talked about these earlier. These borrowers do not have to reduce their forgiveness because they have maybe reductions in their full-time equivalents, their FTEs, or because they reduce their employee salaries or wages. As you might remember, one of the kind of catches with the PPP loan was that if you decreased the number of people that you employed or you started paying mm -hmm. them a little bit less, mm -hmm. that would reduce how much of your loan would get forgiven. But for these borrowers, that's not the case anymore. So do they still have to meet the other requirements to get the loan forgiven? They do. So, you know, they still have to use the funds for either payroll or non-payroll expenses like we've talked about, you know, in previous weeks. They still need to use um, the loan for payroll for at least 60% of the total costs that are going to be forgiven. But, you know, this shouldn't be an issue because now that it's gone to 24 weeks, most companies will have well over 60% um, of their payroll costs within that 24 weeks. Sure. And then they also have to send the proper documentation to the lender. So I don't think we talked a lot about the documentation needed, correct? We haven't, but what I would tell people in this situation is to look at the instructions on the form and also talk to their lender. But in general, the documentation would be bank statements or other information from third-party payroll providers like us showing the amounts paid to the employees. You know, they could, the banks are going to require things like um, 941s or state unemployment reports that shows how much you paid your employees. 
proof of payment for health insurance, uh, retirement plan contributions, you know, if you need if you need that to get your loan forgiven. And also proof of rent, mortgage, and utilities, those non-payroll expenses. But like I said, you know, since the period has expanded to 24 weeks, most of the documentation that you're going to send to the bank is going to be on the payroll side. So can this application be used by self-employed individuals as well? Yeah, they can. Remember, when a self-employed person with no employees um, got their PPP loan, it was really based off of their 2019 tax return. So that's all they'll really need to give their bank, I think, is the 2019 tax return, their Schedule C. But once again, just want to make them aware that they should check with their lender first. Jeff, a lot of great information here each and every week on Tax Insight. How do people connect with the team at Hawkins Ash? I would go to our website, hawkinsashcpas.com, and go to our COVID-19 section. Awesome, Jeff. Thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.